There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Happy day 27 of the program. Also happy long weekend. So here in Canada, it is Thanksgiving. So we are giving thanks, hopefully spending time with friends and family and loved ones and enjoying a delicious food. Listen. We want you to lose your weight in a way that you can enjoy all the yummy bites and bits that life has to offer, right? And so partaking in festivities is part of that. So you need to learn how to make choices that make you feel good, but then also indulge when you want to indulge and then not berate yourself afterwards, right? There's a, there's a, there's a lot to be learned um, by these sort of celebratory moments in our lives while you are trying to lose weight. So I don't know what your plan is for Thanksgiving this weekend. Perhaps you don't have Thanksgiving this weekend because we're in 55 different countries. So people, you know, celebrate things at different times. But what's your plan? First of all, like go into it with a plan, right? Because right now you are you're working towards a certain goal. And this is kind of part of it. Learning to navigate these celebratory days is part of that. Plus, it's an awesome opportunity to kind of really learn about yourself because these types of gatherings and get togethers, especially when family is concerned, can bring up a lot of feels. And because we use foods in so many ways, like coping, for example, uh, managing stress and all in celebrating and all of that, it's, it's a great opportunity to bring awareness to all of that just even if you just do what you normally do and then you turn up the volume on your internal dialogue like what's the conversation that happens after you indulge to yourself you know bring awareness to you know what you're grabbing and why or you know just kind of take a a step back I love a good step back um you know that whole for that you can't see the forest from the trees I love a good step back just to kind of like watch yourself. What what are you doing? What choices are you making? How are you feeling based on those choices? Ultimately, there's nothing you can do on a weekend, albeit a long weekend, that is going to stop you from reaching your goals. And 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 celebratory days are not the reason why your body's feeling you need to store fat. That's really important. I know I talked a bit about that yesterday. It's it's the everyday combined with long periods of time without eating, the starving and the depriving, the stress. There's there's so much that goes into it. So I hope that wherever you are, you're having a, a wonderful day and uh, you have a fantastic weekend and if you are celebrating uh, Thanksgiving happy Thanksgiving so roll get those comments going I'm gonna I want to get to as many questions as as possible today I'm kind of doing ask me anything I think Saturdays keep it kind of chill see if I can get to your questions Uh, tomorrow we're gonna roll out the guidelines for week four downsizing so it's a great week it scares the crap out of some people Because it's the most week that feels like a diet. You know what I love? People are so resistant to downsizing, which we're going to roll out the guidelines tomorrow, so I don't want to get too into it today. But you can you can read ahead. They're in the app, in the guide section. Uh, they're also in the book as well. It's, it's doing the exact same thing that you've been doing. Still eating all your meals and snacks. Still making them nutrient-rich. Um, still, you know, uh, still eating token amounts if you're not hungry. But the goal, rather than to eat enough to feel satisfied, is, is to eat to leave yourself feeling slightly unsatisfied. So we're decreasing the amounts of food that your body's gotten used to. You're still eating way too much, chances are, because you are feeding into the size body that you are at now and your body has gotten used to what you are used to. And I love that people are somewhat resistant to this because it feels good to pay attention and give your body what it needs and eat enough food. And it's really cool, isn't it, how the scale has been moving for some of you. So it's that this tweak is less about eating less and more about the issues and associations that it can bring up. One, it feels most like a diet. I promise you we're just going to do it for week four and then we're going to bring it back to satisfaction. We're going to do it again for week six and then we'll be done with it and we're going to move on to way more effective tweaks. It's also our weakest tweak, eating eating slightly less. And it's really eating slightly less, not for the sake of less calories, because your eating less will be different day to day to day, right? So let's say you've been eating like it's the one to three egg rule. So one day you might need one egg, 
to feel satisfied. The next day you need three eggs to feel satisfied. The next day you decide to skip breakfast because you're not hungry at all, right? Um, although it is still a benefit uh, to eat breakfast. So when it comes to when it comes to downsizing, you know, you might have a three egg day that you're downsizing or a two egg day that you're downsizing. So it really is about being in the moment day to day to day to day. But I love that people have gotten used to uh, what it feels like to give their body nutrient-rich foods and to eat to satisfaction. So because you've been doing that and your body's super happy about it, it's going to really notice when you give it slightly less. And this is to do a couple things, to decrease the amount of food that your body's used to receiving, uh, to decrease the amount of insulin your body utilizes when it's when it's breaking down foods. Like there's a, there's a rhyme and a reason to it, but the biggest rhyme and reason is to bring up the feels. And if you spend any time at all dieting, starving, depriving yourself. It's going to bring up some feels for sure. Um, some people really deal with um, food waste issues. They have a really hard time leaving food on their plate. And it's about kind of getting used to that. Um, some people um, deal with food scarcity issues, even though they have a house and fridge and cupboards full of food. Um, but that just goes back. That can go back generations, right? So it's a really interesting tweak. Um, so read over the guidelines tomorrow and let us know if you have any questions. But here's what I got to say to you. Um, you probably will be hungrier than you're used to, but you will be fine. What's going to happen is you're going to downsize at the beginning of the week. And then, and as you continue to downsize, you're going to, you're all of a sudden going to notice that you're not as you're, you're becoming just as satisfied on the smaller portions. So give it some time, recognize that you're going to be hungrier because your body's going to notice, but you are still eating tons of nutrient rich foods and eating it often and realize it's going to bring up some feels. So if you feel kind of ways about it, good. <laughs> okay. So that means you got some shit to work through. Yay. Okay. Good morning. Such an aha moment for me yesterday. All week I was dropping the ball, allowing bites of bits, and yesterday really went off. Okay, I love this. I finally realized I was stressed over, over a performance happening tomorrow. Now I have a focus for this round. Check myself. Didn't beat myself up and today back on program. Prepping for downsizing week and ready to move forward. Wipe and toss. Yes, always learning. This is exactly it. There's so much to be learned in what you're not doing, almost just as much as doing the things you need to do. Maybe not as productive when it comes to the scale, because obviously you want, you know, as many choices to fall in line with your goals. But there's this is why it's not about being perfect. And being perfect, it's not teaching you anything. And being perfect sometimes just paralyzes you because you can't move forward unless you are perfect. And it's stressful trying to do everything perfectly. And it's this is really what it's not about. It's about the it's about putting yourself in situations that you need to learn from. It's about things happening that maybe you you know, you're like, why am I doing this? What is wrong with me? Why can't I get my shit together? And then you like take a step back and you're like, oh, well, I have this really, I have this coping mechanism that runs really deep that I've been using for like years and years and years. So, uh, okay, now that I brought awareness to it, I'm going to be able to change that. Dr. Beverly David's going to join us next week. Um, I believe the poster went up for her today. Okay, if you are new to the program, Dr. Beverly is just like, ah, we're going to break it all down for you. We're going to talk about, oh my God, we're going to talk about so many things, but she has this really great technique called capture, cancel, correct, capture, cancel, correct. She's amazing in that she teaches you when you are noticing that, it, that dialogue that's negative, that it's like, say, let's say you get on the scale right? And the scale was up today, but you've been doing all the things, right? And you get on this scale and you're like, oh my God, this isn't working for me. I'm just like never going to be able to lose this weight. Like, oh, it's, such, it's put you in like a mood, right? That's normally would ruin your whole day. She's going to, she's going to suggest that you, you capture that. You, you take notice of it. And this is what I say, turn up that internal, internal dialogue, turn up the volume on it. Do you want to listen to it? And then you, and then you cancel it. You say to yourself, whoa, that's not true. You know, like I, I'm still here today. I'm showing up right? Like I'm, I did all the things like, you know, and then, and then correct is I, I'm going to do this. There's no reason why I can't do this. I'm still here. I'm making great choices. I'm all in. I'm whatever. The only thing that's really happened to me today is that the scale is showing whatever the scale is showing. That's going to stop me, not stop me from reaching my goals. So she's going to come and share her capture, cancel, correct technique with us. If you haven't caught a segment with her yet, she's amazing. I'm telling you. Good morning. I'm so hungry today. I had my overnight oats, which totally filled me up. I can feel I want to binge to eat right now. Okay. So why are you hungry? Right. So remember that being extra hungry, especially heading into bedtime, can be a sign that your weight is about to drop. Um, 
Number two, um, if you're craving carbs and sugar specifically, and that's why I'm wondering that you say binge right now, because normally when people are hungry, they don't really associate the word binge. Like hunger is a different kind of, you know what I mean? I need to eat right now. Rather than binging, we really associate with sugar and stuff. So is it a sugar-based, carb-based kind of craving? Um, Then it could be that you need more water, right? If you woke up this morning and you're really hungry after a full day of eating yesterday, remember that really loud and clear hunger signals don't necessarily equate to, I need more food, right? Your body just can become more clear about letting you know. It could also be you're not used to being hungry in the morning and you have been uh, implementing some of Alana McGinn's sleep sleep techniques or, you know, you were able to get, you had a great day yesterday, you got a good sleep last night and so you are extra hungry today. It could be that you, the opposite, that you went out maybe or you drank alcohol that can mess with your hunger hormones and you didn't get a great sleep so now you're waking up and your body's looking for that pick me up first thing in the morning, right? We talked about that uh, with Dr. Olinka. So there could be a few things going on there. Uh, it could also be if you're switching your if you're switching your like eggs over to oats, sometimes when you go a little bit higher in carbohydrates in the morning, it can get you craving more carbohydrates. And that's why making sure that you're getting enough protein and fat added in there to feed into your satiety hormones is really important. It could be that your metabolism is just increasing. Like your body, especially as it switches over from summer into winter it craves those heavier hardier foods your body's you know your body's working a lot harder having been at this program for like four weeks now you know your body's making improvements it could you could be noticing that your appetite is increasing that there's nothing wrong with that appetite increasing doesn't necessarily translate into more food all the time either it could be that you worked out a couple days ago because you're trying to be more active or you um, raked up a bunch of leaves in your in your lawn or whatever and you know and then now your body's like recovering Covering from that so you're noticing you know what I mean you're a little bit hungrier so is it actual hunger is it carbs and sugar have you been drinking enough water what would cause me to to did I get a good night's sleep last night did I not get a good night's sleep like that and then and then at the end of the day this is why you want to eat so today maybe would have been your three egg day so I was just talking about one egg and three egg one day you might need three three eggs the next day one egg right so so when it comes to your portions remember they're always what they feel like and not about what they look like so did you eat enough oatmeal today to feel like you've had enough right also what tends to happen and I'm not saying this is you is that people tend to try to cut back on what they're eating thinking like okay I want to lose more weight I want this to go faster so they start eating less on purpose eating less because you're just not like hungry for it that's and seeing your portions naturally decrease that's totally normal but trying to get in there and again I'm not saying this is you specifically but this people have a tendency to fall back into old diet mentality at this point and try to force the scale to move or get it to move faster so you're skipping meals or snacks and you are, you know, uh, trying to eat less on purpose. Also, when I do start to talk about downsizing in week four, people kind of do that. Oh, we're going to eat less. I'm going to start eating less today right now. Right. And there's a whole rhyme and reason and, and methodology and way to downsize. Right. And it's not just cutting your portions or anything like that. So if you if you have been doing that, I would really, truly hold off. Dig your heels in another couple of days, eating dissatisfaction, being mindful about that um, because it really downsizing is off the heels of eating dissatisfaction. So that's really important. Downsizing works because of the work that you've put into the last few weeks, giving your body what it needs and in, in eating dissatisfaction. So if you're trying to eat less now and then you try to do the tweak next week, you're just going to be like, I don't get it. Well, because you've been kind of not, do you know what I mean? Focused on giving your body what it needs. So I'm not, again, I'm not saying that's you, um, but it could be, see, see, this is, this is what right now you are focused on weight loss. You may say you someone may someone hearing this right now may be like oh my god you sound like obsessive like you know you could be this could be that whatever blah 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 like but this is the time where you have set aside to focus on losing weight right physically healthy and physically mentally in a healthy way and these are the things that you need to work through and bring awareness to and try to understand especially when it comes to hunger levels right and this you're trying to figure out what weight loss looks like and feels like to you what is your body trying to communicate to you what do you need where does it add what if I tweak this what if I do that you know and this is what this is really all about so this is the time for you to kind of really go into that and be like why am I why am I feeling extra hungry today right
Um, it could just be a day where you're actually feeling extra hungry, you know. Uh, way next week, how do we know we are eating less? I'm eating to satisfaction. Snack is a clementine. Eat half. No, so it's not something you ballpark or do. Um, do like just like kind of just cut it in half. It's what I said. I don't want to get too into it today, but I you got to read over the guidelines. Once you read over the guidelines, it'll make a lot more sense. So you are you've gotten used to over the last few weeks eating, knowing what it feels like to eat enough to feel satisfied. So now we're. What you're going to do is ask those same four questions, follow your body's cues, and leave yourself feeling slightly unsatisfied. Now, many of you are going to leave yourself feeling slightly unsatisfied in the moment, and you're going to walk away and realize, okay, you're actually satisfied. That's okay. Some of you are going to perhaps downsize too much and then end up, you know, a little hungrier, in which you can totally recognize you have a next meal or snack coming down the pipeline, you'll be fine. So it's kind of really to get in there and, and mess with your, your hunger levels as well, kind of to kind of shock the body to get its attention and get it to take action. So your body's going to ask you for the amount of food it's been receiving in which you're going to be like I'm still giving you all this nutrient-rich food I'm giving it to you often this is why the routine has been so important getting your body to trust that you're going to have that breakfast snack lunch snack snack dinner right you can still use bonus snacks if you've been adding in bonus snacks and all you're going to do is give it slightly less and then you're going to see how the body reacts and it's going to notice whoa wait a minute where's my food? And you're like, well, I'm still, I'm giving you lots of food. And your body's like, yeah, but I'm used to more food. And you'll be like, yeah, I get that. But you, you know, we've been giving you enough food to feed the size body you're at now. You have this extra fat, you know, you, you maybe, you know, maybe if you, we, you know, if you adjust to the amount of food that's coming in, you release that fat and, you know, so that's, I know that's really super oversimplifying, but your body will downsize and adjust to the amount of food that is coming in. That's what's going to happen. I know it sounds ridiculous but it's kind of just the way that we're framing it so your body has been gotten gotten used to eating a certain amount of food at certain times it is so used to the routine that's why you don't want to break the routine that's why you want to be consistent with the routine all you are doing is giving it slightly less it's because your body has you know when we talk about set point your body's gotten used to eating a certain amount so I talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago so you know when you watch my 600 pound life or you watch anyone who has a lot of weight to lose and they they go on a diet well, you're not going to put someone who's 600 pounds on like a 2000 calorie diet that they would just feel like they're dying. They would be like starved to death because they, even though that's the, the requirement of calories that they would need, their body has gotten used to so much more food. So it's the same with you, not to the same extent, obviously. Your body has gotten used to a certain amount of food in order to meet your body's needs. Well, I'm assuming you're here because you want to lose weight. So one of the ways we approach that is by still giving the body what it needs, but in a smaller amount. And your body's like, I'm hungry, give me more. And you're like, no, I'm giving you, I'm already giving you so much more than you need. I'm giving you all this nutrient-rich foods. I'm giving you often. And your body's like, but yeah, but I, I like it when you give me more. Okay, I get that, but I'm still giving you more than enough. And then your body's going to be like, okay, I have this extra fat. I haven't needed to use it for weeks now. If I release this fat that I no longer need, so it's kind of giving your body a reason to release the fat. If I release this fat that I no longer need, then then I can downsize and adjust to the amounts of food that is coming in. I know that sounds, it's really oversimplistic for sure. But that's one way to kind of look at it. Um, but again, it's, it's less about eating less. And then what that does is it decreases the chemical reaction, like your hormones, like your insulin and and, and messes with your hunger hormones and whatnot um, to get your body's attention and adjust to that. Just like your body's adjusting your hormones as you're losing weight along the way and making changes and whatnot. So, so read over the best thing for me to do is tell you to read over the guidelines. I don't want to get into it. Once you read over the guidelines and we'll definitely chat about it all next week. So to your point, it's not, it's by you go by how you feel. You go by how you feel. It's not something you count, weigh, measure, or eyeball. It's you go how, go by how you feel. Um, I'm going to the keg tonight and I've looked at a menu a million times. I guess I'll enjoy what I can and maybe skip dessert. Yeah. <laughs> I the only time I look at a menu before I the only time I look at a menu before I go to a restaurant is if like I'm it's going to be so good and I'm so excited and I want to see all the things I'm going to eat uh Tony and I are going out uh it's one of those Jap Japanese omakes you know where they serve you all the the sushi um, I'm gonna eat my fucking face off I, I just know it I don't even need to read the menu because I know I'm gonna eat all of it that's my plan <laughs> that's my plan um you know here what do you what do you go to the keg for is it just a night 
night out? Is it like celebrating something? Like I would be like, I'm going to go there and make choices and make me feel good. I feel, I feel like if you just skip the bread, don't order the pasta, you're pretty much good to go. You know, you're pretty much good to go. I don't, I don't necessarily know that, uh, I don't necessarily know that reading the menu, like when I say take a step back on your weekend and make a plan for yourself, I don't know that reading the menu is part of that. Do you know what I mean? I think that, I think that you can't control everything and that you should just go to the restaurant. And then here's what I do when I, when I go to a restaurant, I open the menu and I read through it being in tune. What do I feel like? Like what's appealing to me? Like, how would I feel if I eat that? You know, the four questions that you're asking, Number one, am I hungry? You know, how would I feel if I ate this portion? You can take it a, 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 um, a step further than that. What, what's, what's appealing to me, right? And that's what I open that menu and that's what I go for. So I don't go there. If I order a salad, I don't go there saying, I'm going to eat a salad today. I it just like that happens to be what's most appealing to me. And that's how I read every menu as I kind of go through and, oh, how would I feel if I ate that, this and that? Because your body is so smart and knows. It's just a matter of like, you're not used to communicating with it. And so eventually your body's going to tell you when to eat, what to eat and how much to eat, right? So you'll know when you want a salad. You know when you want a steak. You know when you want a steak and you want like, I want a steak. I'm going, going, I'm going to the cake tonight and I'm getting a steak. Um, you know when you want that steak, right? As opposed to planning and then getting there tonight and then of course you're going to a steakhouse. I mean, sometimes you want to eat the steak because you're going to a steakhouse and that's what you're going there for, which is fine. But if you don't feel like the steak, you know, then get something else. That's how I approach menus because your body's not going to steer you wrong. Your body's not going to, everyone's like, I know you have trust. Some of you have trust issues right now. Well, my body's going to tell me to eat a pizza and eat all the bread. <laughs> no, it won't. <laughs> it won't. It won't, you know. Um, happy Thanksgiving. Hi, Molly. Today I'm thankful that I can get my wedding rings on and not go into a state of panic about not getting them off. Yeah, what 10 pounds can do. I love that. Yes, I love that. All right, let me scroll down and get to some more questions. Weight loss is based on momentum and the scale is just a tool. I started at 157 and had no down movement, went up and down, went up to 159 and eight and nearly nearly died the next day, 154 and then 153, four pounds down. Yeah, um, yeah. And then what, 153.4 pounds down? One. 53 what weight loss is based on momentum and the scale is just a tool i started at 157 i had no down movement up and down went up to 159 which is totally normal right and then the next day 154 and then 153.4 yeah so 157 to 159 almost 156 160 so 159 and then you went up and down then you went up to almost 160 right and then you're like oh my god i'm gaining weight this is what people say i'm gaining weight on this program it's not working for me and then what happens is it comes down to 154 and then 153. That's very typical. It's it's very typical. Uh, that's why you really want to really kind of just really be all in reading over that scale post, what weight loss really looks like, because it's just so opposite of what you've been taught. If the scale goes up, you've gained weight. That's not true. Your weight fluctuates for so many reasons. Um, you know, um, plateaus are bad, means your diet isn't working. No, it doesn't. It means your body's just taking a minute to adjust to the weight that you've lost usually. Um, and then it's just normal for your weight to go down and then go back up again. Worried about downsizing week as I will be away in the Caribbean for this week. Okay. So, so back to, and I think it was Colleen that asked that question. So you're going, both of you are going away uh, next week. Don't stress. Don't stress about that. Um, you could either not follow the program at all, which, Totally just put it on pause and pick up where you left off. You could totally do that. Um, you could do a, let me just see how it goes approach. Like even if you're just kind of half-assing following the basic food plan, it, I mean, it's still going to be beneficial for you at the end of the day. These, If you just kept following that basic food plan, you're going to lose weight. It's just that the tweaks each week are designed to kind of keep things moving forward to kind of build on what you've learned before to kind of like, you know, um, just be a little bit more like proactive about getting the body to focus on on that scale um, and bring up a lot of feels they're designed for a lot of things but if you just do the basics you know you're gonna you're gonna you're, I wouldn't be surprised at this point if you lose weight doing that so I wouldn't worry about that um, it's not as hard as you think it's just it's just kind of like doing exactly what you've do you've been doing but just eat slightly less um, on purpose to you know just fast track so so let me just say this 
If you just continue to follow the basic food plan, you're going to notice, like you have been noticing, many of you, your portions are naturally getting smaller, right? You're noticing that your portions are naturally decreasing. You don't need to eat as much to feel just as satisfied with your food. So if you just kept doing that, your your body would naturally adjust and your portions would naturally get smaller and smaller and smaller, especially as your body drops weight along the way. So that would just naturally happen. So we're just kind of fast tracking that by going in there and doing it. Um, and so that's what that's all about. Um, read over the guidelines. Uh, if you have the app, that's why I love the app. So if you go into the app, where's my phone? If you go into the app and you go to the bottom part of the app, um, I love our app. It's so cool. It's so easy to use. So you go to um, the guide. So you go to the bottom of the app. You see the little like um, magnifying glass. You click that and then you can go from you're in topic guides, go to weekly guides and then you just click on that and you see prep week, week one, week two, week three and just go to downsizing week four and then you can read ahead. Literally nothing changes except that you are rather than eating to feel satisfied, you're purposely leaving yourself feeling slightly unsatisfied. So this comes into... You know, you've heard me talk about how food takes time. Like, you know how you've been stopping and then waiting 15 minutes later, right? And assessing how you feel. That's because after you are done eating, it takes your body time to start processing and digesting your foods. And some foods take longer to process and digest than others. So you're going to notice that this whole time you've been eating probably more than you need. So you're going to eat slightly less. Your body's going to notice initially. And then all of a sudden, you're going to feel just as satisfied on slightly smaller portions. You're going to be like, ah. Wow. Okay, the, all of a sudden, smaller portions are suiting me just fine, right? Again, it's all about what your body has gotten used to. Um, so don't overthink it. It's just a few, or you could do a few bites less than what you're, if you want to oversimplify it, do a few bites less than what you've been used to. If you, if you want to do it that way, but don't half, don't cut, don't, 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 don't cut your portions. I can't stand that word. We're not cutting anything. We are downsizing. <laughs> right? um, so you can eyeball it if you want, but just, I would eyeball it by, you know, eating a few bites less is what I think. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, I am going to enjoy every moment of Thanksgiving weekend with family and joy with joy and mindfulness. Oh, let me read that again. I gotta slow down. I'm going to enjoy every moment of this Thanksgiving weekend with family with joy and mindfulness. 64 years old and I'm going to savor every celebration from this day forward. Big revelation. How many more of these will I have in my lifetime? Yeah, carpe diem. I, this, right? And this is what I mean. Life is too short not to enjoy all the yummy bites of bits that life has to offer. And, and so... It's all about mindset too. Like we don't want you to lose your weight and then be like stressing out every time you have a holiday or a celebratory day or whatever, you know, it, it's just, it's really about getting to this calm place physically and mentally where you just, you're so tuned into the love and the joy and the, the conversation and the moments. And this doesn't mean that you can't enjoy food, but how, let me ask you, for those of you listening right now. How many of you actually really enjoy the food? Like you, the anticipation of, oh, the, the, the turkey and the stuffing and the pumpkin pie. Like how many of you really, like, really enjoy the food? Like think about it, right? You have this thought of like, oh, I love it. But then when you go there, should I have it? Should I not have it? This is too much. Why am I eating this? Why did I eat that? Then you eat it. Oh my God, I'm so full. I'm a loser. I'm so fat. I'm this. I'm never going to lose this weight. I'm uncomfortable. I got to do a diet tomorrow. <clears throat> I'm going to have a sip of coffee is what I need. That's some big feels, right? Like, do you really enjoy, have you really been enjoying food your entire life? Like, a lot of times people think, oh, I love food, but is it really bringing you joy or is it bringing you torment because you're berating yourself, right? Like the minute you eat it, 
You see how excited I got about dinner tonight? I'm going to fucking eat every bit, bite of it. I know I'm going to I know I'm going to walk away with my belly so full. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to come home. I'm just going to be like, that was so good. I'm not even going to try to I'm not going to try to eat. I'm not I'm not even going to ask for questions. I just know I'm going to eat all the things. <laughs> and I'm excited about it. And I also know that when I walk away feeling really full, I'm going to be like, oh my God, that was amazing. Hashtag, you know, worth it. I'm not going to break myself that night. Tonight, I'm not going to break myself tomorrow. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. I'm not going to be punish myself and be like, oh, I can't eat Thanksgiving dinner and stuffing because I, you know, overate last night. No, none of that, right? So so this is why this is like everything that you're, you're all the feels, like really turn up the volume on all of that. And this is your opportunity. This is I want this to be the last Thanksgiving you even have to think about what you're eating or not eating or any of that. Because next year, when it rolls around, you're going to have lost your weight and you're going to roll into Thanksgiving just being excited to spend time with your family. You're going to enjoy the foods that you're going to eat. And that's it. That's it. You know, that's the end game. I have been a day behind on the lives and listening to the podcast during my morning walk. It keeps me up to date on program and makes the hour fly by. Nice to join today. Hi, Tracy. I love that. I love that. Last week you touched on our taste buds getting more intense. Can you speak to why that happens? I'm gone from hardly any taste to be able to taste now. So your body gives you cues. I love this question. Your body gives you cues. Your body really lets you know when you've had enough. It does. It speaks to you. It's just we've been so disconnected from, I know I don't want to dwell on since you're young. Eat all the food on your plates. You know, you've been taught that. You know, if you're hungry, wait until dinner time. You know, eat something that doesn't really appeal to you because, you know, your parents are telling you if you want dessert, you've got to eat your food. You know, so we've been really, and then you add dieting. <laughs> and then you add dieting in there. <laughs> right? Starving, depriving, whatever. And so it leads to also overeating. And so our taste buds, so a couple of things, your taste buds will shut down. It's all about being in tune, in tune to your hunger levels, in tune to when you're thirsty, in tune to when you're tired. It's just about basic communication and your body communicates with you in a variety of different ways, which is really super cool. But we've learned to not trust our body right? Or we ignore it. And so you're, you're more than your taste buds being enhanced, right? They're like you, sometimes you get used to having a lot of sugar. And then all of a sudden, what's going to happen is that you're going to be drinking your coffee with your two sugars and you're going to be ordering your coffee. and You're gonna be like, Oh, my coffee's so sweet. Oh, my coffee's so sweet. My coffee's so sweet. And it won't even occur to you to use less sugar because you've just been always adding two packs of sugar to your coffee. And you're going to notice it's too sweet. This happens a lot too. people drink like a lot of pop or diet pop or Cokes and whatnot. But, uh, but, but more than your taste buds being enhanced, which is really super cool, is that they actually shut down when you've had enough. They shut down when you've had enough, which is really interesting. So you have a chocolate bar, for example. You eat that first piece. It tastes delicious. Pay attention to how it tastes. Second piece, yeah, it's good. Not as good as the first piece. Next piece, you keep eating it, trying to get that same sensation as the first piece, but it never tastes as good as the first piece piece because you get to a point where you've had enough and your body lets you know, hey, we're good. <laughs> we're good. And it actually gets to the point, you know, where you're just eating it and you're not even really tasting it, right? And you think, oh, what's wrong? I'm just, and I'm eating this. And I can't even really taste this because your body lets you know when you've had enough. And this is, this is why you want to really get into be able to trust that. It's so cool. It's so cool. Um, non-scale victories are important as the numbers on the scale. Maybe a little more. Non-scale victories encourage me to keep going. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah, what a, what a great time to reflect on your non-scale victories, right? All the amazing things that you're accomplishing that have nothing to do with the scale. One thing you can be thankful about this Thanksgiving weekend is, is to yourself. Be, you know, be thankful to yourself for showing up for yourself. You know, for not giving up on yourself. For, you know, like really putting in the hard work to make real changes. But, you know, be your number one, be your number one cheerleader and take some time out for yourself today. Hit another new low, low today. Hi, Janice. So happy that yesterday and today the scale hasn't moved since my plateau. But what made me even more excited today is I looked in the mirror and I couldn't believe the change I was seeing. I actually felt happier looking in the mirror. I felt joyful. I feel so grateful. Yeah, for Gina, the living method in our community. Yeah, we got such an amazing community, honestly. You know, and this is where you want to look for that. You want to like build your self-confidence, really recognize how hard you are trying, you know, like really be proud of everything that you've done and really expect 
expect to see changes in your body. Like expect to see them. You know, it all the little things you're doing are adding up. Plus you are being so healthy, prioritizing yourself, your body's needs, your you know, it's managing your stress and trying to get better sleep and move your body and eating all this healthy and nutrient foods and being in tune. It changes who you are and the energy that you're putting out there. You know, think about think about if you took someone and you berated them every time they ate something that, you know, wasn't whatever or they overate and then you punish them and then you just spoke horribly to them. Like think about all of that. Think about the energy, right? Berating why they eat that, you can't eat that, and you're fat, and you're overweight, and you're a loser, and you can't do this, and you can't do that, and you suck, and you're horrible. That just puts weight on you and it just it crushes your soul. And it just do you know what I mean? What kind of energy are you walking around with? You know? And so when you are filling up your cup or filling up your soul with choices that make you feel good and you're mindful not to berate yourself and you're mindful to be proud of yourself and love yourself, which is not an easy thing to do, especially if you're some of you dealing with some past traumas, you know, and you may not believe that you love yourself and you may not believe that you're proud of yourself, but keep saying it anyway, it's going to change the whole energy that you're putting out there with. And you're just, it's going to change your whole vibe. The one of the things that I love most about the comments that we get whenever we show a before and after, and I know it's just, I know it's just, you know, also the person has lost weight, but they, people always talk about how you're glowing. Your, the, your energy changes. Whenever I meet anyone, you know, out, I say out there when I leave my house, they never talk about how much weight they've lost. They talk about how great they feel. Or I just started, I was, I'm, you know, I started kayaking or I started doing this or I'm going for walks or I'm going for hikes. Like, you know, they talk about how great their life is and how good they feel now, you know, in comparison to how they felt before. To me, that's what it's really all about. You really are making a big difference. Here today, hi Lynn, a scale went up a pound today. Reason, stress, or weight is about to drop, hopefully. Big Thanksgiving dinner tonight, but we'll be mindful of portions and enjoy wonderful family time together. Yeah, I love that. That's what it's all about. That's what it's about. Um, hi everyone. Hi Pamela. I'm sharing an amazing non-scale victory with you all. Had normal lupus, had my normal lupus blood work done yesterday, and my CRP levels are the lowest they've been in three years. Last time it was 30, this time it was 14, feeling so happy, oh, so good. I mean, this is this, like, right? Like this is, the fact that you are recognizing that your choices and your hard work is not just making a difference on the scale, but you can actually make real change in your body, I think is so important because your body is always trying to it's on your side. It's trying to heal you. It's trying to repair you, rebuild you. It, it wants you to live a long life. It wants you to stick around for as long as possible. And, you know, especially when, you know, we, we you know, so many people, so many people are really struggling with some health issues, you know, and don't you just want to have faith that your body is on your side and that you, you can heal and recover and all of those things. And, and it really comes down to resources and time and being in tune and knowing what your body needs and all the other things that you're doing. It's not just what you've been eating. And it's not just that you've lost the weight. It's the, it's the stress part. Do you know what I mean? It's the, it's the sleep part. It's the moving your body part. It's, it's the mindset part. It's all of it that goes into that. And it's pretty amazing what your body can accomplish at the end of the day. I gotta go. Uh, I'm on the cusp of the next decade. I've been here for about a month, but it's okay. I'm going to maximize sleep earlier, stay on the food playing course and get in my water. Oh, you know when you're getting into that next rage, you can feel it coming. I can feel it coming. And you're just like, come on already. <laughs> you know when you get that, uh, that's normally when it's going to drop. That's normally when it's going to drop. It's going to it's gonna go there. It's going to go there. I can't wait for next week's guest. I'm really feeling afraid lately that I won't be able to lose the weight. Ooh, I love this. I seen a picture of myself last night's birthday party for my 22-year-old. It, it just scared me a bit, but I'm thankful to be here. I feel my body changes. Lots of non-scale victories happening. Fo I'm going to focus on those and keep doing my daily tasks. Yeah. Yeah. Fear. Fear. Fear, right? Fear. Uh, that not being able to do it. Um, you're going to do it. Or maybe you won't. 
but you'll come really close to it and you'll be really happy with that. And I'm not saying you can't reach your goals. I'm not saying that at all. Um, you might decide before you reach your goal that you're actually happy. I've actually, like, for example, I've had, I sit down with the client and they say, okay, I want to be 140 pounds. Okay. I'm working with them. They reach 160. They're like, I, I'm good. I feel amazing. I'm like, really? They're like, yeah, I've never felt better in my life. I love my body. I feel great. I'm happy. I'm like, I'm like, well, you know, like you, your goal was 140. Yeah. I, I know my goal was 140, but I just feel amazing. I, I feel like this is the right place for me to be. Do you know what I mean? So their goal was 140. They got to 160 and they're just like happy to be there. And like, not that they're giving up on themselves, not that they don't want more. They just are really good with where they are at and recognize I don't want to go for more. I just, I feel amazing where I am. That might be you. Um, this is so normal, Pauline, for so many reasons. Um, I, I am fearful of success. Um, so I have this great opportunity. You guys know that I was, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to say it anyway, because I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. And then if it doesn't happen, I'll just tell you guys it's not happening. Um, it looks like uh, on October 29th, um, we're going to, I'm going to let you know, guys know about tickets. If you want to come hang out with me. I'm going to be on stage with Gabby Bernstein. Yeah, it's happening. Those of you who know me for a while, you know my whole Gabby Bernstein fangirl freakout story where I, I told it actually not too long ago when I freaked out over Arlene Dickinson. I've been around celebrities. I've worked in TV. I've been, I've been around celebrities forever and never batted an eyelash. And then the opportunity to meet Gabby Bernstein, well, I was supposed to go to Gabby's talk. It was my birthday. And Tony had arranged a spa day for me. And I was really torn because I'd been in married for 20 years and I'd made my life choices about someone else for 20 years of my life. And I never did what I wanted to do ever. And now that I was kind of like, you know, living my, as my own woman, and this is before when Tony and I first started dating, I wanted to go to Gabby Bernstein on my birthday. I was like, oh my God, stars are aligning. I love Gabby. She's coming to my, she's coming to Toronto. I'm going to go see her on my birthday. And I told Tony about it and he's like, but I booked a spa day for you. And I was just like, like, I love you, but I want to do what I want to do. I just wrote, read her book, Super Attractor. And uh, I'm like, oh, and I was really tormented. And I was like almost angry and upset. And then something happened where I realized Tony's an amazing guy. My last guy, my husband, no disrespect, no disrespect. Um, but he would never have booked a spa day for me. He was always like, oh, I was going to, I was going to book a spa day for you, but instead we're going to go, I don't know, shovel shit. Who knows? Uh, it wasn't that bad, but it's pretty close. <laughs> Again, no disrespect. Um, but um, I, so I, so I was, I wrapped my head around going, Tony's amazing. He's done this wonderful thing for me. I can go see Gabby at another time. So I went to the spa and I really made a point of indulging at the spa and really being there and being in the moment and trying to, you know, put my big girl panties on. Cause I was still a little upset. I was still even while I was there reconciling all of this. And then it came at the end of the spa. And normally I rush out cause Tony's like, he's, he's done. We, he, we have our massages. We lie by the pool. We do the stuff. And then he's just like out. He showers in five minutes and he's out. And for some reason, on my birthday I said you know what I'm going to do though I'm going to just I'm going to order another glass of Prosecco while I have a shower and you know wash my hair and take my time put on my makeup and I normally wouldn't do that I would just go wet hair and go meet Tony because he's done and um, I was just like I'm going to indulge in my, it's my birthday I'm going to indulge in myself and then as we were leaving and we get in the elevator to go downstairs because it was a spa in a hotel we get off the elevator and this person walks in and I turn and I'm like Gabby and she turns around she's like yes and I literally grab Tony who's out of the elevator I pull him into the elevator and I start freaking out oh my god it's Gabby Bernstein hi Gabby oh my god Gabby I'm such a huge fan you'd never believe what happened this is Tony and he booked a spa on my birthday and then I went to the spa and then I'm, you're here but then you're actually here and then I got to see you here and I was supposed to go to your talk and I was like so upset and then now you're here I'm just going on like a crazy person I go all the way up to the 13th floor I say Tony can you take a picture I go to Gabby can I get a picture can I have a picture Tony's like Tony after was like what the fuck was that <laughs> He literally was like, what the fuck was that? Because uh, he didn't know who it was. He didn't know what I was doing. And he's never, ever seen me react like that. Lost my shit. Went up. The, I think it was 13th or 14th floor. Went up the elevator. And then she like got off. She's like, thanks. And I'm like, oh my God. Um, it was just one of those things that I was like, I was trying to be in the moment and recognize where I was exactly where I needed to be. And then my friend who I was going to go to the Gabby um, thing with messaged me because she saw a photo of me and Gabby. 
Well, Gabby, her backstory is Gabby was pregnant at the time. Those of you who follow Gabby, she was newly pregnant. Nobody knew. And so she canceled her VIP meet and greet and just went back to the hotel. So I literally was the only person that got to meet her that day, which was just fucking insane because meeting her in person was like far better than, I mean, going to see her would have been amazing. So anyway, fast forward to I want to be on stage. I want to create an amazing product and I want to tell the world about it, inspire people to do it. And so one of the things I want to do is get in front of real people and talk. I've always wanted to do that. You know Susan Powder? Do you guys know Susan Powder? You guys know Susan Powder? Um, uh, Stop the insanity. She had like the blonde hair. She was on Oprah. I like loved her. Not so much her message, but I loved her. Stop the insanity. And I was like, oh my God, I want to be like Susan Powder. (laughs) She's a bit crazy right now. Uh, she got on to be a little bit crazy, but I wanted to really just motivate people and let them know they could do this. They could really do this. So, um, so anyway, we we hired an event planner, which is a little bit nervous for me because who the fuck is going to come see me, right? I know our community wants to get together and hang out, but I'm very fearful. Like no one's going to buy tickets to come see me. Who the fuck's going to come and see me? This is insane. So we've hired an event planner, Lori. Lori's the one I talked to yesterday, talked about yesterday in the, in the, in the lives. And, um, I was really nervous to hire her because now I got to follow through and plan events and who's going to come. I mean, you guys should come to meet other living losers because our community is insane. But the fact, the fact that people are going to come see me, that's crazy. Who the fuck's going to do that? Um, and so um, anyway, I was going to go to this event and um, the event got canceled. And because there were some things that fell through. And then Lori, my event planner person, reached out to her. And now all of a sudden, I don't know how the fuck it happened, but I'm going to be on stage with Gabby Bernstein. What the actual fuckery ass balls is this? I don't even know. Am I like so excited? Yes. Am I like so afraid? You're fucking right I'm afraid. Oh my God. What if I bomb? What if no one comes? What if I'm like, I, what if Gabby hates me? What if she remembers me as the stalker person who went up the elevator 14 fl- floors with her? Like, what? <laughs> you know, and, but this is like, this is what I want. So this is what I want and I am so afraid to get it, you know, and, and, and today I'll leave you with this. Thanks for, thanks for listening and let me, letting me, um, chat this out because that's one, I'm horrible at keeping secrets too. Yeah. Bad. Um, but you know, that's what the, the psychology of effort really is a good one. You know, one, you, one, you, it's a science post today. I read it. It's about the fact that you want this so bad. You've been trying so hard for so long. You think about it all the time and you want it and you feel like you should already have it. And you should, you should have already reached your goal by now. And it's not your fault. You didn't. It's the diet industry that really let you down. So that that's really valid. It's not like you've just been like, thinking about doing it, not doing anything about it. So that's really valid. Two, um, join, join me because we're going to talk to this. We're going to talk to Beverly about this because for so many reasons, people are afraid. I think reaching their goal, even though they want to reach their goal so badly for so many reasons, you're going to fly in my face for so many reasons. Um, fear it's going to change who you are. It will, it will. It's a uh, fear of, you know, how it's going to change relationships in your life. It will. You know, you're going to change as a person for the better. You're going to love yourself more. You're going to be more confident. You're going to be more self-assured. You're going to feel great. You're going to just, you're going to want to do different things. You're going to have different perspectives. You're going to get to really get to know yourself. Um, and, And a lot, and some people, what they do is they use their weight as a barrier um, as an excuse, and I, I don't mean it in a bad way, but it's like, oh, I'm not gonna, no, I'm not gonna go to this event because, like, I don't, I just don't feel good, and I, I'll, I'm gonna lose ten pounds when I can get into a dress. They don't travel because, you know, maybe you're worried about that airplane seat asking for the extender, and you know, it's just, you know, what I mean, certain situations. You have, you have not done things because of your weight, and it can make you fearful when you lose your weight because maybe you've said to yourself, when I lose my weight, I'm going to start to date. When I lose my weight, I'm going to start to travel. When I lose my weight, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know, and, and that can, that, that can, that there's a lot to be fearful, especially past traumas. You know, a lot of times people will like they just want to indulge in foods, you know, and along with stress, and then they do create that barrier, 
you know, if you've had any, you know, personal traumas or interactions with people that, you know, you're nervous, right? So, so for so many reasons, um, we're fearful. So many, maybe you're just afraid that you aren't going to be able to sustain it, even though you see you're doing things differently. That is very real after spending so much time trying to lose weight. And when, if your self-confidence and your worth is tied into your weight over the years, it'd be crushing to lose your weight. And then everybody says, oh my God, you look amazing. You're awesome awesome and you gain it all back and then what you have to kind of like you know like you know like this is the mindset that that puts you in and then you do it again and everyone's like oh my god look at you you look so great and then it gets taken away from you again like think about all the times you've lost the weight and gained it back just like what that has done so of course you'd be so afraid one that you're not going to be able to reach your goals and two that you do reach your goals then what this is a this is a huge conversation that we're having over in the maintenance group is like now that people have lost their weight, they are so terrified they're going to gain it back. And even though they're not gaining it back or if the scale fluctuates, but that that that, that doesn't, they don't have to be afraid of gaining it back because they have the tools that they need to be able to easily sustain and maintain in the way that they've done it. But they're just so fearful anyway. They realize that the fear doesn't go away. So this is where you have to start learning to trust. Trust that your body's going to tell you when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat. Trust that you've gone and done this a different way. Trust that you are in tune to your body's needs. Trust that you're going to continue to reinforce those good habits and not fall back on your old ones. Sometimes you might do, but trust that you're not ruining anything. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a big conversation. This is why I will leave you with this. Uh, this is why um, it's a great idea to sign up for the maintenance group. Even when you are in weight loss, you do not have to, you do not need maintenance, but, or at the very least, listen to the conversations that are happening because you have access to like the weigh in Wednesday conversation on the podcast. So if you are fearful, this is my whole point. <laughs> if you are fearful about for whatever reason, reaching your goal, not reaching your goal, whatever, it can be really great to listen to the conversations that we're having in the maintenance group, just to kind of like immerse yourself in maintenance and the, and then the conversations, what we're talking talking about it may it may make it seem more real to you that maintenance is is real it's tangible you're going to reach maintenance too do you know what I mean or if you have some of these fears popping up you're going to be able to hear us talk about them do you know what I mean so it's kind of like it's gonna you know it might just it's it's I think like I think there's a benefit to hearing the conversation when you're nervous about what's going to happen and it might put your mind more at ease I gotta go you guys I don't I love this uh, I love our conversations I'm excited about I'm excited about downsizing, trying not to say too much about it. Um, it's such a super cool tweak. Again, it's not it's, the biggest takeaway I can say about downsizing next week. It's less about eating less and more about the feels. And, you know, you are getting your body's attention. You're kind of pissing it off in a sense to get your body's attention in all the nicest ways, of course, because you're still going to eat nutrient-rich foods, still give your food, you know, eat often, still manage your stress and your sleep and do all these beautiful things for your body and for your mind, right? It's just you're eating slightly less than what you were used to in these last few weeks. And that's something that we do by continuing to ask those four questions and be mindful. Try not to overthink it, but be sure to ask as many questions as you need about it. Um, I'm going to go. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day thanks for joining me today i just i love talking about this um i thank you to everyone who asked a question uh thanks to everyone who sat through my stories <laughs> i just want to answer this one question i've been really trying to ask the four questions i noticed yesterday that i was satisfied at the time with a smaller breakfast and lunch but found myself needing more for my snacks at the moment is that okay yeah you're not trying to eat more at one time or less at another time. That's not what you're doing right now in week three. You're just eating enough so that when you walk away 10, 15 minutes later, you feel satisfied and not stop. So you, you may, you may have days where you're super hungry. You need three eggs and days where you're not hungry at all. You still need to eat those token amounts. So, and you'll have like, you know, maybe you'll be really hungry in the morning and then not so much in the afternoon. We never want to manipulate our portions, eat less here and more there to try to control what's happening with our hunger levels. We just want to really be in tune with that. So if you find that you're not really hungry at all at lunch, which is fine. Um, and then by the time, you know, your veg snack rolls around, you're, you're hungrier, then make sure you eat enough to feel satisfied in that moment, right?
Try to really avoid that need to control your portions. Um, I hope my body uh, will be receptive to this. If you are human and have a body, your body, don't hope. Don't hope. Your body will be receptive. You, nobody has to hope here. It's all about do, right? We're not hoping anything. We're doing. We're going to give you the uh, guidelines, the instructions, the support. Ask all the questions that you need. You've got this. You've got this. We're here for you. I really have to go. I am the worst. Oh, my goodness. Have an amazing day, everyone, and I'll see you uh Am I going to be going live on Monday? Yeah, it's downsizing day <laughs> on Thanksgiving. I know. You're welcome. Got to go. Bye. <laughs> Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.